I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm your host, I'm a comedian, I'm an idiot too, I don't know anything, that's why we're here, yay! If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Please subscribe, rate it, review it, you can do that all on the iTunes podcast app, it really helps. Um, I love reading you guys' reviews, I've gotten some really nice ones lately, and uh it helps push the podcast up so more people can find it and get answers to all their ignorant questions. So thank you so much to those who've already done that. And if you haven't, it would be a big old help for me. Uh, speaking of help for me, shout out to my best idiots forever, Jean and Kathy, uh, top tier level patrons on my Patreon. Um, we got lots of levels over there. So shout out to all my patrons. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. You can support the podcast and me via the podcast and you get cool stuff i have a stack of postcards going in the mail this week uh so those will be going out i send postcards from different places every month you can get cool merch bonus episodes we just did one with steve ran easy which was really fun um and we do do that all the time and you know constantly working on new ideas for more stuff there so head on over there for as little as a dollar a month you can get bonus content from me and my hilarious friends so thank you to those of you who have already done that and if you want to see me live i'm in la the rest of the month you can come see me all over the place jmscomedy.com slash shows i'll be at the comedy store multiple times a week and doing several other spots about town and in March, I will be in Reno, March 5th through 7th, with this week's podcast guest. She will be featuring for me at Pioneer Underground, so take a trip to Reno, March 5th through 7th, so you can see me, as well as Samantha Hale, featuring. It's going to be uh, dope shows, and Reno's a crazy town, so we will see what happens. You can also find me at the end of March in Houston. That's right, I'm coming to... Oh my god, I have the hiccups, motherfucker. Thank god the rest of the podcast is recorded. Skankfest South, March 27th through 29th. I believe most of the passes are sold out, but they have a couple day passes, uh, individual day passes, and uh, if you already have a pass to that, if you're in Houston, shout out to me. I don't know what, I don't know what uh, I'm saying. I just repeated the same phrase. Listen, all I'm thinking about is the hiccups, and now I'm losing my voice. I don't understand what's happening. I haven't even had dairy this morning. Oh, that's not true. I had one milk chocolate. Look, it doesn't matter. I'll see you at Skankfest if you're in Houston. And uh, Reno, March 5th through 7th. There they go. Let's just get to it. Uh, Samantha Hale is awesome. She works with... Uh, she's, a, first of all, an amazing comedian. And stop what you're doing right now. Pause this and go over to the iTunes store and pre-order her album because it comes, comes out at the end of this week. Samantha Hale, I'm only happy when it's raining men which could not be more on brand for her, which you will learn as you get to know her more. Um, she's fucking incredible. She's done a documentary about mu music and how it affects us. I'm so sorry for the hiccups, but I 
cannot wait for them to stop to record this or I will never get this episode out to you guys. Um, and she's a great comedian. I met her when I started in LA. We both started together. Her grandpa is, by the way, uh, Alan Hale, who was the skipper on Gilligan's Island, which is so funny. It's just amazing. Uh, and more importantly, uh, well, not more importantly than all of that, but we talk about the fact that she is uh, intertwined in the drag queen community. She is friends with lots of queens. If you are a, a RuPaul Drag Race fan, probably some people that you are fans of. And um, she's opened shows for a lot of them. She works with them. She's now booking um, some drag shows. So just the drag hag that we all uh, know and love, but not a hag. Um, and I think we addressed that in the episode. Anyways, I'll shut the fuck up. You guys go enjoy this awesome, fun interview with my dear friend, Samantha Hale. And go get her... Motherfucker. Go get her album. Hey, idiots. Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed. Um, I'm here with... I call my fans idiots. I feel like I've said that the last four episodes. I should have prefaced you with that. So thoughtful. Um, I'm here with hilarious... <laughs> as I choke. Hilarious. Um, amazing comedian, Samantha Hale. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining Thanks for me. having me. Oh, absolutely. I've been trying I'm, to get on this podcast for years. For years. Oh, my God. I've, I mean, I've wanted to have you. I love hanging out with you. Yeah. I, if there's any way I can, I need to be better about hanging out with people just Me too. without work, but I use work to shoehorn in hangout time. We're complete time. workhorses. Yeah. Like, oh, let's hang out because we're on the same lineup. Fantastic. Sh- yeah. Like, oh, I want to do know. your show so I can come see you. Uh-huh. It's an ongoing <laughs> it's problem. So dumb. The workaholism is real. I know. Um, but speaking of your shows, I just did one like a couple weeks ago. And you so crushed. Fun. Thank you. Welcome. Hard Room. In yeah. theory. In Hamburger theory. Mary's in West Hollywood. Yes. Well, it's kind of built for ADD. If you look at it, there's a disco ball and there's drag queens. And yes. there's, the drinks literally come in a leg, like a, a leg. It's so fun. You know, like the Christmas story the, lamp. Yes. Imagine that full of vodka. Full of vodka. That's, people are chugging it. So yeah. then you've got people filled with uh-huh. booze there's bad surat parties there's people who are like wasted from the show before yeah i know and people <laughs> who are probably like this bitch isn't a drag queen or yeah. this is the laziest this is a drag real queen. girl yeah. what the hell ew she doesn't have a penis you don't belong <laughs> here so you're fighting a lot of things but that's i love a room where it's like a challenge oh, i have to win you like mm-hmm. that's where it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna make you love me very that yes very that i mean but that's like you that's where you run shows is these drag clubs yeah you're you're like the token straight woman in the drag scene i feel like in my eyes the other someone actually the other day called me the chelsea handler of west hollywood (gasps) i'm like i'll take it that is amazing i'm okay with that that's fantastic i mean her tits are way nicer than mine but i'll take it nonsense you have great tits thank you uh how do we okay let's just like back up into how did you get involved in the yeah. drag world? Because I've like been there for the years. Time. About like seven, eight years now. Yeah. Yeah, which is wild because I'm straight. I'm not happy about it, but I'm straight. Um, <laughs> it, okay, so back when I was in high school, I did the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And yeah, <gasps> the best. Everybody did, right? I played Janet oh, and I was on a couple different casts. Dream. Yeah. Oh God, of course I was like the nice virginal one who turned slut at the end. Perfect for me. Great. So, um, 
I was on a couple different casts, and I was on this one cast in uh, Pasadena at the Fair Oaks Theater. It was like the most beautiful old theater. I think it's either condemned now or not open. <laughs> From I don't all know. your sinful From musicals. All, all the terrible things that happened there. Um, <laughs> but I just remember hearing, and I was like 16, I remember hearing, oh, there's a man on cast who plays Columbia but he's so good at it no one knows he's a man and I thought what does that mean I didn't know what a drag queen was Whoa. I didn't know what that was um, and so I was like oh, okay I kind of had heard of this this character named Dolly Levi Yeah. and years later we had a mutual friend reintroduce us and we became friendly again Amazing. Um, yeah and, uh, and I was working on this documentary about music at the time and That's I thought right. an incredible yeah, documentary yeah thank you it's called Map the Music yes. and um I thought it'd be really interesting to interview a drag queen on how she chooses her music, like how it affects the audience, how it affects how much money she makes, like the vibe, the mood. I thought interesting. Yeah, because that is so. Now I'm like, I want to, I want to interview a drag queen. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because so the idea of that film was to interview people from all different backgrounds, work, you know, jobs, ethnicity. I literally went around the world with that one, interviewing people. It's really cool. So amazing. Yeah. So I asked Dolly. I said, "Can I interview you?" And she said, "Well, I'm more of a movie person. If you want to meet." someone who's passionate about music, you should meet Morgan McMichaels. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, and she was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. And Anyone so. Anyone listening who's a fan, I'm sure is like freaking, I, art is like, you guys, she knows all the <laughs> I do. I know. It's <laughs> insane. But it's just so funny to me because I'm like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so, whatever. You know? Yeah. Like it's so, yeah, there they are. I forget that it's a massive, big, huge deal to people. I do that with stand-up comedians yeah. too. Where it's like, being at the store, I'll forget that like, oh, this person I'm watching is like, gets mobbed yeah it's like celebrity like yeah. just fucking crazy fans they have like, special after special on netflix and people want their autograph and like, oh, that's just a person i oh, dick so around so. with backstage yeah. Exa- just like, fucking yeah. Yeah. right yeah it's so it is so funny i actually had a conversation with a friend of mine named dolores who's also like kind of like me kind of a you know just low key happens to be friends with all the girls. Drag hag. Drag. Is that a term? Yeah, I, yeah. Is that a hideous term? I think it it's, is. And it's not. That's not a good term. You're not a hag. It's, well, I'm a little haggard sometimes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Well, I mean, next to <laughs> a drag queen, we all look is. like garden well, trolls, basically. Yeah. Not even like the look, garden troll that like someone threw away because yeah, it's yeah. not good enough anymore. I was gonna say garden gnomes, and then I thought bridge Same troll. Thing. Same. We just thing. look like it's hard. It's hard to keep up with it that is. level of. It is. Face. Well, because if you think about it, they literally custom make their bodies according to what they want to look like. They can shape their own hip pads. They can choose what size breastplate they have. They can choose how to paint, what hair to do. Oh, my God. You can. They custom make. It's kind of the great thing about drag is that they take what they love most about women that they admire their yeah. their personalities or their you know also their physicality and they create a character based on women they admire that's awesome pretty cool you know yeah. so when some people are like oh that's that's inappropriate that men are pretending to be women i'm like it's a huge compliment i want to ask you about like your thoughts on that because some people think i've heard just regular women go like that's insulting it's blackface for women and i've heard the Get same the fuck over it. i haven't heard but a listener <laughs> i think so someone was like Someone said they heard it. Some people think it's transphobic. What? That it's like, how is it that it's like, I don't know what the right words to use is that, uh, that cross-dressing in general is sort of like an affront to people who are actually transitioning. Have you ever heard anyone talk about that? Well, see, the thing is, is I'm also, uh, I also work with a lot of trans Trans, women and they perform in drag like they work the drag shows yeah, so you go from like regular lady to yeah. drag lady it's, yeah i mean you know they just they up their makeup do and any their costumes. Do you know any straight women who do it yeah uh they're called bio queens 
Yeah. There's a there's a group like that. There's a group like that. Oh my god. And some of these women are fierce. Like they know how they paint like drag. I mean, they yeah. paint as if they were a man trying to be, trying to be this character. Fem- yeah. Because drag makeup obviously is larger than life. I mean, everyone has a different style, but Oh, absolutely. You know. Yeah, so yeah, there's tons of girls who are doing it now. It's wow. a thing. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing it? No, that's way too much work. Like, are you ugh. kidding me? I don't have I show kind of energy. Up, girl, I show up to the shows wearing tennis shoes and no makeup. I don't give a shit. You nope. can't be a bio queen <laughs> in like a bathrobe just no. swatting at people with nah. no makeup on. I don't think we'd make it. <laughs> I don't think we'd get I don't know fun. why I didn't get a tip <laughs> from even know. one person. I don't know. And then on top of that, there's also drag kings. Yeah. Which are women who perform as males. Okay. And th- it's pretty incredible what some of them can do. Probably the most successful, most like popular one would be Land Insider. Okay. Get the name. Land, Land Insider. Insider. Ah, but yeah, I, mean, I love a good drag I've name. known Landon for a while and like he's always been amazing. His, he's one of the best makeup artists you'll ever see. Like he does Trump. He does Einstein. He does like a like a cholo character he it's amazing that's fucking and, um, incredible yeah have you ever heard of dragula I, yeah i feel like i have so it's kind of like rupaul's drag race for avant-garde monster makeup blood gore effects oh yeah wow. and so land insider just won the last season that's so a drag king one fucking incredible yeah. also yeah. just learning that skill of makeup because i feel yeah. like it's an industry where you have it has to start off really diy yeah. Or that you're like trying to craft your own yeah. shit. Well, it's very different for the girls who are starting now because now drag is at the forefront. Yeah. It's like accessible. It's so hot right now. It's yeah. great. RuPaul really did change everything. That's amazing. Um, but some of my friends who started way before Drag Race was a thing, they didn't have YouTube tutorials on how to how to glue down your eyebrows. They right? didn't know how to do it. They didn't know how to contour. You can learn everything. It was trial and error. But that's why they have uh, drag mothers. Uh, you know, it's kind of like an apprenticeship. There's entire families. So it's like sort of like a a, a mentorship for mm-hmm. a drag queen who's been doing yeah. it longer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They teach them how to paint, how to do characters, how to. I mean, every person has their own style. So absolutely. You can kind of see family resemblances sometimes. That's so funny yeah. that they're kind of just taking. I feel like maybe that happens a little unintentionally, probably in other. I'm sure it happens in music. People have a sound similar to people they look yeah. up to. Well, or, there's only so many notes on the scale. Yeah. Well, even in comedy, you know? it's probably like people there's don't realize s- how yeah. much their cadence is maybe a mashup of the comedians they grew up absolutely. watching. Or, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And so, wait, I we derailed. And, we did. Which I love. <laughs> but you met back up with this person after years. Yeah, so I met up with Dolly. That's right, and Dolly. Dolly introduced me to Morgan. I interviewed Morgan and we just kind of hit it off, became friends. Um, and I started hanging out at Mickey's, which is, you know, one of the big gay bars yeah. in West Hollywood. Huge drag show. Yeah, I just started hanging out there and it was just fun. And then I started eventually meeting other girls. Um, wow. I started hanging out in Palm Springs at Morgan shows and eventually I met other queens that way. Um, and then I eventually started opening Morgan shows like I would do a set at the top of the show. How is that? How is it going up? Because I've gone up. You did. Did you came out with me once to Palm Springs? No, I wanted no, to, oh, and I had something. To, I got booked on something. But yeah, yeah. I've gone up and heard about other people going up in front of musicians, and that's a weird. Yeah. For me, I went up in front of my friend. Was like so excited to have me open for her, and she is just this killer jazz bassist, and oh, people were not there different. for. And she's got, and they were fans of her, and they're oh. like what in the fuck is happening yeah. and it was me and jamar neighbors oh god jamar who's like a, people who's absolutely so loud. just wild cards <laughs> yeah. you know i mean jamar is hilarious off but like, the wall such a different to, pie yeah yeah 
and we were like that's <laughs> funny yeah i the the one time that i did a show full of musicians yeah i bombed they did not they weren't into it i got a joke about it about how afterwards this like 90 year old man just kind of like hobbled up to me and was like well at least you were having fun i'm like oh damn you're like oh wow even the guy who's about to die i got heckled by father time that's what happened (laughs) i was like shit yeah they didn't they didn't they weren't there for that um but so gay gay bars are that was that was i think i grew a lot as a comic yeah because you can't let anything rattle you you have to demand their attention first of all they don't even know these shows that i was doing they didn't even know that there was a comic there yeah they're like i was just kind of thrown up they wasn't advertised i'm not you know eventually they kind of got used to it and some of the regulars were like oh great are you doing a set but there were nights when I just had to be like, hey, people in the back of the room, what? Hey, hi, there's a girl yeah. on stage. I don't have a dick. Get over it. Hello. Hi. Yeah. This is part of the fucking show. Yeah, I had to do that several times. Um, and sometimes they were amazing and they were just fire and so into it. Sometimes like there was one time there was this legendary uh, drag performer, <laughs> legendary, very oh, respected in the, in the community. And she was there as a boy. And when you see her as a boy, she's huge. She looks like this huge bear, just muscle and hair. Uh, so totally different. Yeah. So, but so she was there like sitting right in the front row, just glaring at me the entire time. Like she was not happy that I was there. You You're know? like, look, I'm not happy. You look like that right Basically, now. Basically. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But, and so then we all went to the dressing room after the show. She walked in, went up to every single queen and said, Oh my God, honey, you were amazing. Da-da-da. Looked at me and walked right by. I'm like, uh-huh. what? why do you, what really? Oh, what are you Envy. Th- are you threatened by me? Yeah. Are you are you threatened by the one woman who has regular woman makeup yeah. on and is yeah telling jokes instead of yeah. doing like lip syncing? Yeah. I mean, that's the great thing about doing comedy is I don't have to create my figure and my body and paint my face to go do it. I can go in my sweatshirt. Yeah. You're like, you sorry know? that I'm fine being up here looking the way like, I, I will. Yeah, exactly. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> huge fan. <laughs> no, like she's so talented. She's amazing and so well-respected that I didn't want to be th- like, yeah, fuck. But it's almost a thing where it's like, you don't need to be salty. Like you're amazing. Yeah. This has nothing to do with yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not a threat to you. It was very weird. Um, Some people are probably just so territorial. Yeah. There's comedians who get like snippy about just musical comedians you know they're yeah. like oh you had to bring it up happens. a ukulele and you're like okay yeah okay whatever Relax. calm down becky yeah so do you feel like just that in general made you stronger yeah. that sort of having to oh god it made me so strong yeah because i because you never knew what you were gonna get and i was doing it weekly so i couldn't do the same set oh every so time. you had to, I had to change it up like writing new shit and- yeah um yeah yeah it was it was a challenge for sure oh, i don't regret any of it yeah yeah Good. I mean, good. why? It was good. Why should you? That's amazing. Yeah, but the great thing that came from that was every now and then one of the other queens would be like, "Oh, I didn't know that you did comedy. That's cool. Do you want to come open my show?" Like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's how I met um, Chad Michaels. Ah, oh. yeah, Chad is actually Morgan's drag mother. Um, oh my god, amazing. Yeah. But Chad was in Palm Springs one day. Was like, "Oh, I didn't know. Did you want to come do my show in San Diego?" And I said, yes, of course, because Chad was always my favorite, which is kind of funny. That's so funny. So I watched Drag Race before I met any of the girls. Oh, my God. I've watched the show literally since season one. That's incredible. Yeah, but I didn't know that they did drag shows, like actual live shows, until years later. That's so I was working I, in a restaurant at the time. One of the waiters was like, do you want to go to Mickey's to see the drag show? I'm like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> I didn't know. I know. That's such a like, and I feel like it's much less underground now, but there's still a lot of people who probably yeah. think, no, it's just on the show. They do yeah. this for 
the TV show. No, they've been, these girls have been working their asses off in bars for years and years and years and years and years. Hustling. Yeah, hustle. It's 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 like comedy. It's a constant hustle. It's a fucking grind. Okay, yeah. I mean, are there open, do you know, are there like open mic level drag shows? <laughs> how do you um, get, how do you break in? There are a lot of like, like shows amateur nights or something um, or slots maybe they have like one or two new girl I spots I, you know i mean there are definitely there are tons of girls in la who have been on rupaul's drag race but there's also tons of girls who have not been yeah. um but those girls still work too um that's so because if they show up and they're good and they're painted and they show up to work like people know will notice and they yeah. will start to get spots and everyone yeah you know it's, I, it's so much like comedy like we want a yeah. good show yeah you're up there fucking you know doing your shit i don't care what, how many seasons of drag race you were on right. if you can fucking bring it i mean there are girls out there who have never been on rupaul's drag race but they're hungry and their work ethic is st- they're working so hard that they uh. sometimes push harder and outperform some of the girls from track race because they want it and they're hungry. Yeah. And, and then one, it's like, you, you probably yeah. feel like it's the same as if you're on a lineup with a bunch of people who maybe have a ton of great credits, mm-hmm. then you feel like, and even if it's your own pressure, but you feel like I got to fuck, I got to prove it. something. Everyone yeah. else here has a Netflix special yeah. and I, everyone's gonna be like, well, who's that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very similar. It's very, very, very similar. Did yeah. like diving into that world and being constantly surrounded by drag Queens. Did that, change or affect your self-perception in terms of did it make you feel like you had to like up your makeup game at all did it ever like get in your head like oh I should have yeah thicker eyebrows or yeah um definitely I mean you know the girls the girls are they will push you for sure like they will give you a bunch of shit, but it all oh. comes from love. Caddy. It's well the fucking the, the you know the throwing shade in a oh like there's silly. so much shade in the culture that that's all it is. We're really. like bitch, Big, ba- yeah. But see, if I were to, there have been time. Okay, there have actually been times where I've used terminology. Like one day, I was at Flappers in Burbank, and there was Classic. this woman sitting right in the front row. And she was kind of like a little not in the greatest of moods and not really having a good time. So I was like, yeah. all right, I'll talk to her. I'll try to get her to lighten up. She's sitting in the front row with her arms crossed, pissing me off. So yeah. I'll start talking to her. And then I got her to kind of warm up. I'm like, cool. Now we're buddies now. Yay. And she was wearing this beautiful jacket. And I said, oh, girl, I'm not mad at your jacket. And she said, why would you be mad at my jacket? I oh, said, my God. Oh, let me translate that to straight people. I like your jacket. That's so funny because <laughs> you know? that sentence is so clear to me. Yeah. When you just hang out with enough, I guess, queens or even just like gay men. Yeah, you're used to I'm it. I'm not mad at that. We call everybody girl. If I say bitch, I'm not actually calling you a bitch. God, you know what I mean? It's that's Yeah. How do you feel about people who are like, a, like militant feminists who think the word bitch should be erratic. It's a terrible. You're giving the word too much power. If that's Thank the you. Problem. Also, if you hate the word cunt, you're a cunt. Yeah. I stand yeah. By that. <laughs> you're giving the, it, the word is whatever you make of it. Yeah. It's like lighten up. If someone were to call me a cunt. I say, thank you. Fuck. Yeah. Did uh, they-, they have that on, on drag race. They say it's charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. I love that mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Um, did they ever try to give you a makeover? Uh, well, okay. So I used to have long, like kind of mousy brown hair. That was just kind of a mess. Wait, now I'm like, wait, I, yes. Long, like when we first met, when we first met, it was just like Remember long, I had that long hair that never looked, did any, it never did anything with it. it was I just didn't think there. it looked bad. It was just hair. It didn't you know? look bad. It just wasn't, it wasn't the hair that people go, 
Oh, bitch. No, no. It Look wasn't. at that hair. Right. So I eventually went blonde, which was great. It was fun and all, but I still didn't know what to do with it. But then it wound up like getting so dried out that one day. Fucking blonde my, is so hard, especially from like so a dark hard. color. Yeah. It was so hard. But um, Mariah Paris Balenciaga, who is amazing, ah, she actually, her. she's helped me with my makeup a lot. And she's helped me with my hair. She literally, there was one day we came back from Palm Springs. We were sitting in Morgan's garage and everybody was pretty drunk. And Mariah was like, Mm-mm, your hair, girl, it's dead. Go in the garage. I'm like, what? Go sit down. Go sit in the garage. I'm going to cut your hair. I was like, mm, no. She's like, just let me. She was so adamant about it. And you're like, okay. Yeah. God help me. I was so nervous. You're um, drunk. But then, she, but she works better when she's drunk. Trust I me. mean, she's a lot of people, people do. Very high functioning. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the ongoing joke is Mariah always has her sippy cup. That's so you funny. <laughs> yeah. So um, she gives me like the Jenny McCarthy bob. Yes. Very and cute. And I was like, oh, I can feel my neck. I'm panicking. But then it kind of became... Your look. Yeah. And I'm like, that's all because of Mariah was like, no, I'm going to help you with that. I'm fixing this right now. Yeah. That's so funny because, yeah, Yeah. I... I forgot about your old hair. Like I yeah. picture you with the hair you I'm have so now. I'm so used to this short. It's kind of like a, you know, angled bob. Angled bob, which yeah. looks so good on Joe you. I would have never had the balls to do. No, so if you have long hair, you just go, I don't know. Yeah. I cut mine recently and I was like, I'm not sure what to do. So even the hairdresser was like, well, I'm going to go longer than you think that you want to yeah. go. Yeah. So we don't, but it's a fucking, it's, cause sc- it's hair, scary. As a woman, your hair is such a huge part of your identity. Yeah. Even if you don't want it to be. Yeah. And like, I think I've, made it clear through the years with the amount of hair colors I've Mm -hmm. had that I don't want to be identified by my hair. But like a big cut is scary. It's such a huge change. Yeah, because you could think that it's not part. You know, you could be like, it "It doesn't matter. And then you cut it it and you're like, who is this? That's why when we break up or we get emotional, what's the first thing we do? We change our hair. Fucking cut, (laughs) chop, color. Uh It's so true. And it really Mm -hmm. does, for better or worse, whatever your hair looks like the how are you how you dress it gives out a vibe to it people. does so you could unknowingly be giving people the complete wrong read you know i wonder cause sometimes because i have this like kind of short angled haircut and then i have a lot of tattoos so i'm like do people i wonder what people if i'm just walking by would think i'm trying to think you know i don't know i'd be like i bet this is a cool mom ah, <laughs> wow oh no you're not the, <laughs> but you don't look like you don't have mom vibes but i feel like cool dog mom i don't know cool dog mom yeah something about the angled bob makes me feel like hot bitch maybe a mom yeah i like it and i say that with all the respect yeah because it's also very it's an unfair thing yes (laughs) yeah that's the first thing when i cut my hair i i was like and because i it's i've been leaving my like curly and stuff but i kind of have a bit of the angled bob myself Mm -hmm. now and I, the, I first looked in the mirror and I was like, I look like I want to speak to the manager's oh, manager. Completely. Like, you know, like, uh-huh. I, was and like, like I have a toe ring and a butterfly on the small of my back. Oh, yeah. And a dolphin on my ankle. Oh, <laughs> there's definitely a dolphin thing. Oh, for yeah. sure. Life totally. is a beach. So, oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it's like m- maybe some type of Jeep. Live, love, uh-huh. breathe. What is it? Live, love, laugh. Laugh. Yeah. yeah. You know, just they, a lot of like catchphrases, mm-hmm. like a walking inspirational quote. Seize from the day. Yeah. You Ugh, know, gross. Oh, God. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But also like the cut also just fits your face, Thanks. your vibe. Yeah, it's like it's... you make it. That's the thing is I say that like the haircut itself. Yeah. Is what I was analyzing. But then you have it and it's this fucking like cool rock. Man. Like I'm like, yeah, no, of course you hang out with drag queens. You're fucking <laughs> cool. Like if I didn't know you, I think I would be like. I'm afraid to talk to her. She's so cool. Really? Yeah. And I hope that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. (laughs) Because I mean, people don't want to talk to me, but it's just like you have a fucking like 
badass bitch vibe. See, sometimes I, f- I wonder if that's why I'm still single. That's so funny. Well, because of that and being surrounded by queens. I want to talk about that. So yeah. how does that impact? I'm sure somebody's asked you this. Do you feel like maybe you're surrounding yourself with gay men as a... As a, a like a subconscious pushing away as a security measure. I think I was for years. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Definitely. And now like in terms of, I assume you're like trying to date, putting yourself out there a little. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How is that being someone who's like surrounded by not only just like always gay men, but like a fierce, like strong personality yeah. circle of friends. Yeah. I do. I wonder if that's impacted I th- well, I know that it has impacted my personality for sure. Yeah. Um, like my set has changed drastically. Yeah, of course. Uh, because I'm more comfortable now and more confident. Um, You're not and, afraid to push the envelope yeah, as much. Yeah, I'm not afraid to push as much. Uh, my, my material's gotten a lot like edgier and darker. I've noticed that. I love it. I mean, I've always thought yeah. you were funny, but it is like yeah. the shit that I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten, w- I mean, especially lately just cause you know, I dealt with some family stuff and, and, and when you when you like go through loss and shit you just like i don't care anymore like, oh I, yeah you're like i don't give a fuck if yeah. i fin oh boohoo yeah. my family's oh, dead boo-hoo. yeah basically yeah like it's going to hurt your feelings well i have no yeah. one yeah like, yeah right i mean that's my sense of humor in a nutshell no, that's completely my sense of humor like, oh, are you upset because i lost people yeah fuck oh i'm sorry you. did your mom die of cancer no then let me talk about mine whoever the fuck i want to yeah thanks, thanks then thanks, i can thanks. joke about it yeah it's also healing in a it weird is. like maybe fucked up way but so much of my humor is a coping mechanism Comple- that's, yeah absolutely absolutely i mean and the, and the thing also about gay men and queens is that they love a strong woman they yes. love a woman with an attitude dude some of know. my favorite like fans or shows i've done it's like gay crowd totally fucking yeah yeah no they love i think that it's like that's a community that values someone who is not afraid to like stand by their opinion yeah you can't go into a gay room and ask for permission no you have to just go in there and be like what's up bitch i'm here you're here i'm here i've got a pussy yeah they love it they love that that's amazing yeah but that took like years in the making for me yeah yeah have you ever brought a guy around yeah queens yeah how was that um well, <laughs> it's interesting. I brought, I had an ex come to the show once. And, and he was an ex at the time. Yeah, he was oh, an wow. ex at the time. And he showed up. Yeah, and uh, Morgan wasn't exactly friendly to him. That's um, so. Yeah, but then I've had other guys. Oh. It just. It, but here's the thing, though. Like, you also can't really generalize. Like, if I were to bring a guy around, one queen might be really, hi, what's your name? Da, da, da. Another yeah. girl might be like, who the fuck is this? It just... You can't, you stereotype. They're all such different big personalities. Yeah. It's just meeting people. I mean, it's the equivalent of just, I guess, yeah, in a weird, not even a weird way. It's like, I have a loud family. It's like bringing people, I guess a lot of them are pretty similar though. Yeah. Um, No, but it's like just bring, yeah, bringing anyone around a lot of strong personalities. Cause I think even bringing, uh, my boyfriend around like comedians is like, uh, oh, uh, you want to be careful. You kind of tread a little lightly. Cause then it's like, what are they going to say to him? What are they going to say to me later? Right. I kind of have a thing where I'm not going to bring a guy around and actually like introduce him to the girls unless no. I'm really serious. Really serious. No. And I'm the same way. Yeah. I would never, it shocks me with, and it's not the same, but male comics who will bring a girl, a different girl every on time. a date to yeah. a show, an open mic. Why are you out of your oh. fucking mind? Not an open mic. Jeez. But like even shows, I'm like, you're just bringing this girl you just met. First of all, as what she's one of your bringer people is basically yeah. what's happening. And then, yeah, like, I'm not going to remember this. There's been, there's been one or two times where I've, 
I've been like nice to see you again to someone who I it's very, made very evident that I've never met that person mm-hmm. and I'm like I, this isn't the girl that was here last week okay whoops oh. excuse me but it, I feel like if you just say hey nice to see you don't yeah. put the again because that could be hey nice to meet you or it could be hey I remember you that's mm. so true that's what I, do. I try to do that but like yeah. Boy, sometimes I have been so confidently wrong. Try doing this. Try meeting someone as a girl and then they come up to you two weeks later as a boy and they say, hi, Samantha. And you're like, who the fuck are you? I mean, they have to know. I would, I, they, they have know. to be like, oh, yeah, but it's me. It happens. So, but sometimes they or sometimes I'll have met them a couple of times. You have to think, you know, because I stage manage uh, yeah. drag shows as well. So I meet a lot of people. And I meet a lot of the girls' friends or assistants. And sometimes if I've only met you once or twice, and if I meet you when I'm literally running to the DJ booth to fix a music problem, I'm not going to oh. yeah, remember. Yeah, in and out. You know, and I feel awful because they know my name and I feel so bad. And you're like, it's not a reflection of you. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Do you feel like, because I feel like I'm able to better remember... I keep comparing it to comedy and I feel like that's lame, but that's my only, it's so similar though. And and you've done, and you do both. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit better at remembering someone if I see their set, if it's a good set. Yeah. If it's good. Do you feel like that? If there was nothing funny, then I won't remember. Do you feel like it's the same with drag queens? Um, well, yes, I think so. I mean, it might be harder for me to answer that properly because when I meet a lot of these girls, like I said, I am working. So you don't even get so to I'm really fully watch. just enjoying the show. I'm running around or doing something or, you know, fixing a problem or making sure the next girl's ready to go or changing the lineup or, you know, so I wow. don't, I don't sit and watch drag shows anymore, No, which is, is kind that, of a bummer because I did. I was going to first. I used to have the best time doing it. And now, um, I, you know, I, I do it so often it's become kind of, it's more work related for me. It's so funny when yeah. something you love becomes Turns into work, work because it's yeah. this weird, I mean, it's the same thing with comedy. It's like a weird yeah. just place to be where you're like, oh, this is a thing I loved. And now it's like, yeah, because there are days clock, when I got a clock in. Right. Yeah. Because there are days that you genuinely are excited. You're in a good mood. You Absolutely. Go. Then there are days you're like, I just, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to go to work. You're like, I have to. But then you think, you know what? I'm not working in a cubicle. I'm, I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing something. I'm do- Got to keep that perspective. See, the, yeah. The funny thing is, is like everyone else sees our job, whether it be drag or doing comedy, they sees our job as, oh, you can go late at night and you're laughing and hanging out with people you can do shots while you're working you can do stuff that you yeah you know you associate with like party yeah but to me like that's just a monday night yeah yeah yeah. you know and then it's like yeah i can like but also like i can't go do that with my friends who have regular jobs somewhere else like i am at a comedy club exactly you know and it's like while they're off while they're enjoying their weekend that's when we're working yeah and granted it's like in theory you know a little bit more loose and fun work environment but then sure yeah it is your hours are weird so trying to even be friends with people who keep regular hours is it's hard and that's what's hard dating for me that's what's really really hard i mean i i know it i'm i mean even though i'm dating someone now it's like i fucking i was out there in the I dated it's, comics for so many years because uh, I think I'm really trying a no comic rule thing. No, I'm I really mean, trying you it. should. <laughs> and I get it. I and this is not a knock at any of the people I dated, but like a lot of it, I think, came down to convenience. Yeah. You know, and not that they weren't great, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
you're here i'm here we have a thing we have a spark we keep the same schedule right no that makes sense yeah yeah but then there's plenty of cons to it as well totally uh yeah yeah definitely (laughs) do you try to look for men who are some other type of nighttime employee I, like, I, just, I just look for a guy that I like. Just give me any kind of chemistry and I'm happy and then we'll go from there. But I always do like within the first couple of dates, if I like them, I always make sure to say, oh, I work on drag shows. My friends are drag queens because if they have a problem with that, then they're out. Oh, you have to know immediately. I have, have you ever know. had that? No, actually, I haven't had. No one's had a problem with it. I there mean, have been a couple guys who are like, oh, OK. They just didn't know much about it. OK. But I've never had anyone be like, oh, no, I'm not OK with that. That's. Yeah, no. and it's probably in LA you're less likely to find that, but it is important True. to just clear that out. True, because I've accidentally—I mean, I've full-on been in relationships with people I hate out of my own self-worth issues. Let's not lie to ourselves, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, finding that stuff out like later into it when you're like, yeah, oh boy, good. I wish you would have fucking worn a T-shirt and told me all of this. Yeah, you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Have you ever had any incidents with anyone like talking shit about it or uh, like because they weren't OK with with I guess that whole culture? Do you ever get like random Internet commenters or not really? Yeah, no, I actually I feel like, well, that's a great thing. It's it's so I just have to uh, remind myself and pay res- respects to uh, the the queens and particularly the trans women who really paved the way yeah uh back you know in the in the 70s i mean you're talking about stonewall in new york you know that that was such a different time i mean when a lot of my friends even started doing drag 18 years ago 15 18 years they couldn't leave the house without having to watch their back yeah you know and now it's like oh my god are you on tv it's, it's so different and so you see a lot of the older not older but queens who were you know in their 30s and up they have a different perspective on it than yeah. these new young girls who are just gorgeous and beautiful but some of them are just quite young and arrogant and oh because they, they never to, they never experience any opposition to it yeah they, it's like oh you never got like beat up on a train right. on the way to a fucking show right bitch. yeah and now like everyone's so focused on looks that a lot of these girls are stunning but they <sighs> don't perform they don't really and I, and that's just a that's a well that's just across the board I mean, everyone's is different but you know anyone I mean. who's too hot performs less let's just be realistic yeah they're just drag like, queen or not I'm it's just, just like look here i don't have to yeah. be smart yeah i have tits and you're like well good well, for you that's bitch. great i have to be smart i mean fucking amen or it's like yeah there's just a level of hotness where people go like i don't need a personality mm-hmm. like meanwhile the rest of us are clawing like, I just know. Like, look at me look at me i'm so funny and charming and talented aren't i quirky <laughs> like, <laughs> i have to have a personality because i also have cellulite you know yeah it's like, like it comes with the territory yeah and that's the other thing that pisses me off about these fucking queens is that they men don't really have cellulite so it's like they're putting putting on all the parts of the women's body yes. that like we all love yes. we all want some fucking titties exactly. and hips and Yep. Yeah, and then fucking ripped. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, and then your legs are the most athletic yeah. thing I've ever seen because you carry less body fat. Naturally. Exactly, exactly. And they'll be like, why don't you wear a mini skirt? Because I'm no, I'm not wearing a mini and skirt. You're like, my legs look like quinoa. <laughs> me, not you. <laughs> no, me too. Ah, uh, God bless. And then we God talk, bless. And, and it's like, I'm not ready to be part of the body positive movement yet. Okay, <laughs> right. I haven't worked myself up to positivity. Mm-hmm. I salute the rest of you. Yes, yeah, so I'm not hashtag brave yet. <laughs> nope like, <laughs> yeah because it's like that's that's so funny just that a queen that's like because you wear that and people call you fierce i wear it and people are like so brave 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just completely so positive, and you're like completely. Ah, <sighs> um, I noticed you're wearing glittery uh, eyeshadow. Uh-huh. Were you always a glitter person, or have you gotten more glittery? Um, I'm obsessed with glitter. This particular shadow, I think it's called Pretty Shiny Shadow from MAC. It's actually me being 100% lazy, to tell you the truth. Really? This one product, I should like promote it for MAC. It's so, it goes on so beautifully and it's so easy to put on that it takes me all of two minutes. It truly is like such a pretty shimmer. It's so simple. It's so simple. Yeah. Um, But you know, but I've also had to learn from watching the girls paint and from having Mariah constantly harp on me for things like i learned how to do a better cat eye i learned how to blend i had a friend um God, vicky Vox. blend yeah uh, my friend vicky is one of the most talented people you'll ever meet did you see magic mike too i have not seen the oh, sequel. okay well she's I the should. only good part of it um, ah. no no the movie was fine but she so they all like all the strippers go to a, a, a club and it winds up being a drag club amazing and so my friend vicky plays the host and she be <gasps> friend befriends them and hangs out with janning tatum and all that ah oh, bitch uh, but anyway she used to tell me I, when I first started kind of playing with makeup a little bit, I was doing it really, you know, meek, kind of just a little bit here. A little bit. She'd be like, girl, you pushing around browns again. <laughs> like, let's, <laughs> let's give you some color. And like she would, That's you know, so funny pushing around, pushing browns. around browns. Yeah. yeah still I laugh about that. I'm still learning. Like half the time I contour, it looks like I was in a fire. Like just, like Oh a God, I'm victim. not really good with contour. Or is, I just do like too aggressive. Yeah. Which I'm almost like, maybe I'll just lean into fucking aggressive. Yeah. Fucking go for I it. I mean, if I had the energy, I would go like David Bowie level makeup. It's like just Ziggy so Stardust, work. Night, but it's work and money. Yeah. Like the amount. That's, the I don't know how they keep up that yeah. expense. Well, that's the thing that, is frustrating to me because I get hit up a lot by people saying, Oh, I want to book a queen for this thing. I have da, da, da. Do you know who will do it. And it'll be like, well, what's your budget budget? Yeah. Budget. Yeah, These you, girls, you expect them to work for free. Do you know how much money they spend on their makeup and their costuming? It's like expensive. every night I feel like it has to be, they're not going to come in and work for 20 bucks. That's disrespectful. No, Dude, that's so funny. That won't even cover an eye. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly this is the upfront fee for my face this is the face fee yeah people don't realize these girls work really hard they make money like they know they can definitely make money on it but they put a lot of money into it what yeah it's like you're putting money back into your which i would into your craft yeah that's just i've been wrestling with i've been playing with i mean you know my level of doing makeup but like different looks on stage at the comedy store because it's late night so it's like Fuck you know, it. low risk. So I've been like, maybe I'll do a bunch of makeup. Maybe I'll wear like dress yeah. up. Maybe I'll dress down. Just I to guess see. It depends on how you're comfortable, I suppose. Yeah, and the, and there is something to like trying to deliver certain types of material. <laughs> if you're too yeah dressed up, it is a little yeah. It's hard to be self deprecating. Not that it's impossible, but if you're like dressed to the nines, right? That it's like, oh, you hate yourself. Like if you really hated yourself, would you even try? Like right? You know, would you be wearing high heels? Would you just you are you're depressed but you fucking contoured yeah which is not also not fair to depression no but (laughs) that is the one thing that i do get harassed quite a bit about is high heels because i don't wear them you're like i fucking refuse i can't well i physically can't that's what i try to explain to them is like i have bulging discs and a curve in my spine i physically cannot do it do you get shit for them like oh you just they're just a pussy yeah well i I mean i have a joke about it about how one day uh pandora box who's you incredible i love pandora Yeah, yeah yeah Pandora was like, girl, when are you going to wear a high heel? And I told her, you know, I can't. (laughs) So the joke is she looked at me and said, girl, my dick is up my own ass right now. Put on a high heel. That's so funny. I'm like, well, good for you. You're getting paid. So, you know what? Honestly, 
If it's between nothing and those god awful kitten heels, stay flat. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Those What's fucking the point like kitten heel. I'm gonna get made fun of for that too. Yeah, like you don't need to wear like forty year old secretary yeah. shoes that, from like the eighties. Right. Like it just. Right. Anytime I see anyone in those like little tiny heels, I just right. picture that like that front desk lady from the movie Grease who's always like licking the chocolate uh, off her yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nobody wants to be nobody that wants bitch. to do that. No, it's like, what, what are you, five? Right. <laughs> but it's funny. I do get, I mean, a lot of like girls, straight girls, even gay men, but a lot of straight girls will come up to me and be like, oh my God, you're so lucky. And you get to, da, 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 da. and they're all dressed up. They're all like trying to be impressive and what, and I'm just like, oh God, I don't have the energy. For no, that. I, I mean, straight girls who try to dress like drag queens. It's like, God girl, bless you. Bless you. But like. I just don't but if have. A girl, if a girl walks in and she's just painted and stunning and together, all the queens will be like, oh, they will all make a fuss over her. For yeah, sure. of course. But they'll never talk to her again. You know what I mean? They're, They're stuck like, with me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. I've been around long me. enough that I'm like, I ain't afraid of you bitches. Do you ever get offered makeup or weird costume hand me downs? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, do you ever ha- do you have any like weird wardrobe pieces that someone's like, I'm not using this anymore? No, I mean, there were there were definite perks. I mean, like when I used to spend Halloween with Morgan, I could just go through her closet and just pull uh, whatever she has in there. That's amazing. Which is definitely awesome. An easy perk. Fucking what yeah. I would just I just want to be in that closet. I think I would feel at peace. Like, well, a lot of girls have an entirely like a, a separate, separate room or their entire garage. That's what I wonder, because all that stuff yeah. is even just myself trying to collect a few pieces yeah. to like spice they up the so on stage wardrobe is like this is yeah i got you know i got like two jackets with sequins and i'm like there's no room right for but else. that's a huge part of their job yeah you know is their look is their 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 job it's their calling card tax deductible yeah oh right? god like, they can write all that shit off anything sure. off any type of yeah makeup whatever so do you kind of do like booking agent a little bit for some of these girls i just started yeah that's i just incredible. started working on um the Ross Bubbly Brunch, if you know Ross Matthews. Yes. He's a judge in RuPaul's Drag Race. Incredible. And so the, funny. Yeah, he's so cool. The, the great thing is, is that, so when I was young, uh, well, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I used to watch with my dad, we watched The Tonight Show and it was Ross the Intern. Oh my God. Remember that? Fuck. Ross the Intern. That's wow. how we started. That's so yeah. funny. And so like years ago when I first met him, I got to tell him that story and, and you know, and then he asked me like, oh, you know, something about my dad and I said, oh, we had passed and we kind of had a moment it was great um and then it's crazy because cut to like a year and a half ago i happened to be in palm springs on mother's day and i had just lost my mom oh god and yeah sad and i was obviously a mess but i was trying to course but you're like you're like trying to do obviously that sounds like you were trying to do self-care even just going to palm springs like let me go be around people i love yeah let me go have fun and try to like i don't have anywhere else don't know yeah like yeah for like just trying to yeah um, that's hard so we wound up going to i think morgan was working ross's show that morning and then we all went to a bar afterwards and somehow it got brought up and when ross realized why i was emotional like he could not have been sweeter to me he was so sweet and just kind of we literally hung out the entire night he would just like get me a drink we sat together i mean he was so sweet he was so so sweet so it's kind of crazy that like a year later i'm now helping work on his shows that's 
Yeah, but um, it's amazing. They're called Ross Bubbly Brunch, and they have one every Saturday at Rocco's in West Hollywood. Amazing. Every Sunday at Moxie in Palm Springs. And, and do you now, go to these live now? I go. I used to go to the one on Sundays, not so much anymore because it's, it's just so far. Yeah. Um, now I, I come go, on Saturdays. Yeah, I work on Saturdays. Yeah. 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 So come on a Saturday. Fuck yes. Yeah. Um, they also do Bakersfield and I think like Cleveland, Puerto Vallarta, Chicago. Like cool, they're so really got this whole like little brand. Yeah. Listen, if he wants yeah. to branch into Nashville, I have a friend who's got a toe Ooh. in that door. So you know what's you know you know what's really cool too is he's also doing these brunches in comedy clubs. So we have one at Oxnard Levity Live. We That's did the Ontario great. Improv. That's you know also I mean? a good low cool. key. You're now uh, cultivating completely. these relationships. At completely. Those clubs. Oh, you know I worked that. You oh, know of I, course. Oh, you know I mentioned I was a comic on that. Yeah, absolutely. Like as soon as I met the GM, I was like, I'm gonna make this fucker laugh all night, and I did, and now he loves me. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> Hi. I'm here. Hi. You ever need someone to pop, you know, fill in? Very that. Give me a weekend. I'll but do anything. That's what we do as comics, and that's what the girls have to do. As absolutely. Queens. It's constantly. It's like. You know, it, yeah, yeah, being around. That's actually been a goal of mine this year because I've been kind of, last couple of years, not intentionally, but, but like. you've been touring, but that's yeah, amazing. But then in, I come in town and I'm, you know, for whatever, millions of reasons, either just tired or yeah. kind of want to like recharge. So yeah. I'm not out at all. That's fine. I know, but I want to be, yeah. you know, may, go to one show a week that you're not on. If yeah. you're, or, you know, if you have a night, off or your sh- spots late go stop by it's good because yeah. i just get like eh, i don't know is that weird it's like no. you're gonna see friends it's, it's gonna be fun and then so much of getting shows is seeing someone going oh shit it's very that yeah oh you yeah yeah, yeah. come do the see, show that's what i tell people because um like i've you know i've booked a lot of comedy shows yeah. over the years and so if someone who i know and love shows up or messages me hey i'd love to do your show i'm like thank you you're making my job easier yeah because i already know you i already trust you yeah easy sure and i've gotten bad about that the store made me a little bit no i'm not gonna say a little bit lazy with reaching out so lazy i'm very grateful to you because you're someone who like i i you i keep yeah i'll text you i'm in your (laughs) mind you know and i'm like oh thank god don't forget about me i'm sorry i never reach out i'm sorry i cancel half the time because i'll book something else it's no i get it but like yeah but sometimes i feel bad because i just my brain only has so much capacity you know of course so so sometimes i'll see somebody and maybe if they feel bad, I haven't booked them. I'm like, God, just remind me. I love you. Hit I me just, up. Yeah. Hit me up. Ask me. If you've done my show before, I probably yeah. would love to have you again. Yeah, it makes Unless it you got booed off stage <laughs> and used a racial slur. Yeah, that might. Then, yeah. I'm, you know, we might have to maybe have, have a to talk about discussion. That. Yeah. Um, how do you like booking stuff? It's hard. Because <laughs> I, that's the thing. I am so just i bow down to everyone who produces a show i fucking love everyone and i'm envious of your capacity to handle the stress it's hard it's very very challenging yeah and i did it for four years at mickey's with a weekly and that's how i got that show by the way was so mickey's i worked i now work the the drag show at night but before i was doing that um uh we were just all upstairs hanging out one day and the manager, the general manager was like, oh, well, we're thinking of bringing in another show before the drag show on Mondays because it's happier. Like we have nobody in here. And so it was actually one of the queens who was like, uh, hi, she's a comic. Hello, book her. Yeah. And I had to Amazing. convince them because they're not a comedy club. They're not familiar with comedy. Like, I had to really what pitch is it comedy? to them. Yeah, they didn't know how it worked. <laughs> yeah, but then that's kind of how I started doing shows, that's uh, awesome. you know, in the LGBTQ community. Well, and that's really. cool because now you're opening a door for more of that yeah. in a community where maybe people aren't seeing it enough or maybe yeah. like there's an opportunity to book more 
LGBT comics who aren't necessarily getting booked on as many shows. And then there's still so much, I mean, things have progressed very, very well relative to like where they have been where they were. Yeah. We still have a ways to go, but there's still so many shows that are booking like, and they may not tell you, but like, well, we already booked a gay person or like we Uh already booked a lady. Uh I had a guy tell me once he was like, Oh, Oh, what are you talking about? I try to book. I always have at least two girls on the show. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like you're yeah. doing us a favor. What a fucking hero you yeah. are. Hero. Yeah. But yeah. he genuinely thought that he that I would be like, oh, great. Well, like, and that's how some people, they really think that they're doing their diligence by like, let me yeah. make sure to book two women. Yeah. And then and some of it, I think, is. I'm a little forgiving on because. I think people after I booked a show for a little while, a monthly show, very briefly, I was like, I, I am not a booker. I realized mm-hmm. I'm like, oh fuck, this is a skill that I don't want. <laughs> people sometimes just book the people they think of that they hang out around, and I guess a lot of men probably think of other men, and it's like because that's who is like them, and it's like <laughs> fucking make a little bit of effort, dipshits. Yes. Yeah. No, I try to. I mean, it, it, but it is I, frustrating. I get it. You do whoever's in your forefront of, yeah. of your mind because you just saw them yesterday. Yeah. I get that. Sure. Fine. But also that's why it helps just to come by and hang out at show because, yeah. oh, hey, hey, I haven't seen it. Want to come? Now you're come in my mind. Month. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're and even if that was what you were doing, your shows are organically packed with like such a fucking like so many amazing gay comedians yeah. female comedians yeah. and then just like other it's you funny know, women of color fucking there's yeah some straight men but whatever yeah I too, it's, <laughs> i'm the opposite where i'm like oh i don't know i've i'll try i'll try to book at least two straight men like uh, that a year i you know listen, <laughs> i don't i book who i think is funny yeah. i just happen to be balls deep in a community of gay men and lesbians that's and what you're trans surrounded women. by that's just those are who i i work with regularly well and it's also important to consider what kind of material the audience is gonna like true that it's like true. you know are these is a room full of you know mostly yeah. like drunk bachelorettes and like gay men gonna give a fuck there about was some? A, yeah there was a guy once i don't remember who it was but he did a whole bit about like trying to go down on his girlfriend and trying to finger his girlfriend it was so like uh, it was so detailed and you're like what that you a couple of the gay men were like mm, honey wrong room wrong room yeah i it wasn't funny enough that was the thing you can talk you, if if a joke is funny it doesn't matter what it is yeah like they will go for it get, you know people get we and also i've had a couple uh, straight men who bombed brutally hard because they were pandering they were trying to, to oh get the gay people to uh-huh. say no do the thing do your, do your comments, set, what I booked you just for. do what you would normally do this audience it's just an audience they just want you to be funny yeah and own it you know yeah, what i own mean it. yeah because there have even been a couple of times that shows i've done of yours where ours i'll start doing a joke and i'll be like this isn't the joke i should be doing right. in this room where i'm like why am i going down this path yeah and it is always like a lot of and i've usually able to like either joke my way out of it or fucking try to make it work or you know eat shit and deal with it but <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It, like anytime i'm like oh i am fucking way too deep into this but, vagina yeah. joke but these two guys i have to address it to, yeah i have to be like look i nobody know nobody gives a fuck <sighs> about a pussy in here like right. yeah yeah but, you know but so you're comfortable so you can do that yeah you know unfortunately these these two guys they they got so uncomfortable that they couldn't get themselves out of the hole that they dug Oh, and then they started getting angry because the audience wasn't laughing. And it's like, well, you're you're just continuing to dig yourself into this it's hole. Like, well, you're bombing. It's yeah. You suck. This is a yeah. great crowd. But but they were both good comics that I've seen do great in other rooms. Yeah. One guy, uh, 
when he asked me about it again, I was like, did you have fun? Did you enjoy your experience? He's like, oh, well, the sound, the system was really messed up. So I don't think, and I said, no, I don't think it was the system. system it's, was the I problem heard. was they could hear you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I heard you yeah, fine. I heard but you then bombing. The other guy was like, I got in my head. It was my bad. And I said, you know what? We'll try it again. He came back and crushed because he just got over his own shit. That's great to like, yeah. and also how great for him that he had the opportunity. Yeah, to come he's back, really which, great. The fact that he like was aware of what was going on. I was like, yeah. I like this guy's great and sure. communicated. Oh, self awareness. Sure. Yeah, beautiful. the other one just got too weird about it, and I was like, don't it's, be weird. I'll just book other people. Yeah, like if you're not having fun, I don't want you to not have fun. I'm not going to book you for a show and then know that you're not going to have fun. Yeah, I don't want you to come and be What's like, the point. I guess I'll do this spot. Yeah, and you're don't, like, what it's you? okay. Someone else will do it. Yeah. It's fine. I'm sure you'll be fine, white man. Yeah. <laughs> like, get out there. Yeah, right. Um, would you have any advice for someone who maybe is um I'm gonna ask your advice for someone trying to get into drag. I feel like that's a thing I should ask a drag queen, maybe. But maybe well, someone to get into drag, I mean, go to shows. The same go as to comedy. shows. Go to shows. I network. was gonna say someone who maybe is like interested in going to shows, but they're But what you need to do when you're doing drag, you need to go to shows in drag and just it do people do that yes do people just show up and say yeah and that's so smart when they do because then people are like oh who is that your name starts to get out who is she you know be respectful go and like tip the girls who are performing say hello introduce yourself wow yeah and then at some point at some point a spot's gonna open up and yeah. they're gonna need someone there's gonna be some sort of incident mm-hmm. where someone find was pushed who, down the stairs yeah it's the same thing <laughs> <laughs> vary that yeah <laughs> uh but yeah find out who books it send a clip of you performing saying hi i really love your show um i hang out all the time if you ever have a spot open up i'd love to be considered it's the same thing same do you thing. think for a drag submission clip could you just do it alone in your home and have someone be like they can work or what did you need to see the energy no i would need to see you perform okay i wanted to ask that yeah. not because i don't think that's true with comedy either but once a comedy festival told me that they didn't book this person. I have no idea who the person was, but they're like, yeah, one woman just sent us like her doing her jokes alone into a hairbrush. Oh no. And I was like, I hope that that was like, if that was a sketch, I hope that was like old comedy that you guys just weren't there for. <laughs> Cause I was like, that's so funny. It's like funny because it's so awful, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like, my God, that's, that's, funny. um, do you, we talked about years ago trying to like, tour around drag clubs mm, or like yeah do we you should still do that i think that would be awesome we totally still can um ooh, yeah i'm like wait no i'm serious wheels are turning i've i've there have been times where i've been out of town you know and i would just say hey like when i was in dallas i wound up booking a spot at the rose room and it was incredible really? but i was able to go and be like hey hi i'm this comic so basically i showed up um, I was going to be in town anyway for something else. Yeah. So I was like, cool. So I found out who uh, was the host of the drag show there. I reached out to her and she had never heard of me before or knew me. So yeah. I don't even know if she got back to me, but I was able to use all of my queen friends as references. Like, like hey, I've worked with this person, this person, this person. And she I mean, said, then the names you're dropping to drag queens. Those yeah, are like, they're all like drag race girls. Yeah. You know, so um, you might as well be like, yeah, no, I played guitar for <laughs> queen. Right. <laughs> but um, but because it's not a standard comedy show, she was kind of like, well, it's already booked. You know, give me some more notice next time. and I'll see what I can do. But then I wound up showing up to the club anyway because I was already in town. I'm, I'm like, like I'll whatever, I'll just myself. go say hi. And um, 
uh, and I met her in person. She was super nice. And I just walked right back into the dressing room with her and because I'm so comfortable in that environment. I yeah. just started shooting the shit with everybody. And she's like, wait, you're funny. I said, yeah, I know. I told you that. You're like, I'm a, literally yeah. a comedian. And she said, can you come back next? Can you come back tomorrow night and open the show? I said, yeah. And it was one of my favorite show it was so fun that's so badass. yeah it was so much fun so now i know if i'm ever in town i can hit her up and be like hey i'm gonna be here is it cool if i come in and just do some time i love it yeah but but if we were to actually plan a tour around that i know all the different venues in different cities and i can get a reference yeah we can do it i wonder i talked about that with annabelle and suela as well oh my imagine if the three of us went out <gasps> oh my god we three queens we um <gasps> yeah Oh my God. I wonder if we could incorporate drag or like do some sort of, or just get the venue and be like, whatever. I don't know. It's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the right move would be. Yeah. Anyways, we can talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, wow. I feel like I asked everything. Um, I guess. Thank you. Any final thoughts on drag? Any just shout outs? Any, I don't know. It's a fucking weird thing to ask. No. Um, I, I mean, go to shows, support your local queens. Yeah, People look it up. I mean, listening. the internet is accessible. Yes. So if you're someone who watches Drag Race yeah. and you feel like I'd love to see that live, look it up. Look it up. And also, like, there there are so many incredible girls on Drag Race, but there's so many incredible girls not on the show yet. So Just like stand-up comedy. Just exactly. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Some people don't have Netflix specials. Get Samantha Hale's album. Thank y'all. Um, Available soon. Um, <laughs> Yay. I'll promote it when it comes out too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know what's funny is everything's completely done. Literally the only thing we're waiting on is the artwork. I'm like of all the it's things all that we were able to finish. We're waiting for the fucking artwork. Are you you're, kidding me? I mean with the way editing takes you're like this is what. Yes. It's torture. It's the worst. But now everything's ready. We just we got a graphic designer and she was not good. So we had to get oh, a new no. one. Yeah, that's the fucking. Because if it's your image that's the first thing you see. It can't. You're like I want. Yeah, yeah, it can't be bad. It can't be bad. It has to pop. It has to, you know. Uh, I'm so excited for you, but also I am. Pop I, like a drag queen's tuck. Yeah. Oh. Have oh. you ever seen that happen? Yeah, it's happened. You've seen like just. I've seen everything. Costumes fall apart. Nothing. Like I've seen just everything. A ball flop oh, out. Oh yeah. And you're like, Balls, tapes. I've been gas masked before with a tuck. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It's all very glamorous. What is gas? Wait, what They gas take mask? their tuck and like, like fucking Morgan because she's an asshole will come up behind me and like put her tuck around my nose <laughs> oh, she thinks it's hilarious oh that's so horrifying uh-huh. it's traumatizing but very funny yeah In a terrible childish prank sort of way well someone someone the other day was like oh my god it must be so glamorous it must be is it so glamorous and I looked to my friend who uh is you know kind of like me friends with all the girls where we were kneeling down by a urinal picking up some pantyhose we're like yeah it's so glamorous yeah just such a lifestyle <laughs> such a live. lifestyle People don't see that side of it. No, it's all like the glitz and the... The glitz and the glam. Fabulous. Yeah, they don't see the chaos that happens. Yeah, I'm over here mopping up glitter. Basically. Fuck. Basically. There have been times where I had to like stop the show and beg one of the security guards, can you please clean the stage? Someone's going to trip. There's going to be a slip. Someone's going to slip. Their stiletto's going to get stuck in the confetti. I don't know. It happens. Fucking God. Um, Do you have a favorite drag name? Ooh. Drag name. I mean, do you have a favorite, a couple favorite queens? Oh, that's so hard because uh, you can, I'm you, friends with a lot. You don't have to say anything. Well, I, I don't know. There's so many girls who I really love. Do you want to say it when we cut and I'll put it up as like a bonus clip for Patreon? Ooh, no, I don't care. I'll okay. fucking say. It. I mean, I some of the people who I am lucky enough to call friends and family: Chad Michaels, Mayhem Miller, yeah, um, Pandora Box, you know, Mariah uh, Balenciaga. 
there's so many like Kylie Sony Glove. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've kind of gotten to know most of the girls who like live in LA is the girls who I get to know Absolutely. more. Delta work. Um, you know, there have all of them been on Drag Race. Yeah, all of them. Is there someone in LA that you love that hasn't been on Drag Race that you can think of? Yeah, one of my friends is. Um, uh, she's trans. Her name is Nikki Monet, <gasps> and she is one of the most talented performers you Nikki will ever Monet. fucking see. Yeah, she hasn't been on Drag Race, but keep your eyes peeled, bitches. She would go find just, her Instagram. She's one of those queens that um uh gets an applause break every time she performs. Wow. Yeah, she's so creative and just yeah, she's killer. That's incredible. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Latrice Royale. I love Latrice. <gasps> There's just so many. I know. There's so many girls that are just fucking killer. It's just all so fucking cool, too. Yeah. And to see just the original concepts people come up with, like with the yeah. costumes and fucking. Jessica Wilde is my lesbian lover. Ah, she's my girlfriend. She's great. Yeah. I think I met her with you on the I th- oh, podcast. I think you did. Yeah. 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 Incredible. And even like some of like the the super crazy pop there was like Bianca Del Rio is one of the most successful people you'll ever meet. And also just one of the she's so kind. She's great. She's That's really, really so, great. It, do you find the yeah. dichotomy between uh, when when one of them has their makeup on versus not? Is there a lot it of depends. Some of them are just they are who they are. It's like they're always out. like that. And sometimes they have more makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. And then some, is there it's any- just like comic. I, yeah. Again, it's the same. Some people are always on. Some people don't want to be the center of attention if they're not in drag. Yeah. They're like, don't, yeah. don't look at me without my Yeah. Like Pandora is actually kind of shy, you know, but That's- people don't know that because they perceive her as a comedy queen. So sometimes will be, people will be like pushing her for attention. This and that. And she's just trying to like chill out and have a drink. I just want to chill. Yeah. That's so interesting. You just ever there. Everyone is just so different. What? What I know, they're Unheard not of. all the same. It's crazy. Mm. Vicky Vox, you have yeah. to see. You guys look up Vicky Vox. She's absolutely so good. So Vicky Vox and Detox, uh, who's incredible as well, and Willem, they have a group called DWV that they were in years ago, and they do like parodies of songs. That's amazing. This boy is a bottom. Uh. Look up this boy is a bottom. It'll change your life. It's oh so my funny. god, I love it. Yeah. Where, uh, where can people find you? You can find me at any gay bar in West Hollywood. Um, <laughs> literally, literally. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Samantha Hale. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for letting me pick your brain. Thanks for this. having me. Anytime. And I, I need to come. Come out to a show. I we'll need have to. Some mimosas. We'll hang. I've out. been saying it for literally years. Yeah. And I, just for the record, I have meant it every time. I know. Fucking mimosas. <laughs> yeah. I need to like. We'll show up with no take makeup an Uber. in flats. Oh my god. Let's do it. Because I don't care. We are so hashtag brave. Brit oh, Scott, kill me. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. Samantha Hale. Drag them. Uh, yeah. Obviously, she's fucking amazing. If you haven't all right, if you didn't do it at the beginning, go pre-order her album. Let's help her get to number one or get charting on that uh, iTunes charts by pre-ordering. Because that really does help make a difference when you pre-order the albums uh, i've done it and uh i think you'll really be happy with your purchase if you do the same if you enjoyed that and you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet please do me a favor and go hit that subscribe button give me a rating and a review um i always share the reviews in my social media you know my instagram stories and whatnot and it helps people find the podcast big thank you to john gene kathy and terry i'm cannot stop uh, and Greg cannot stop these mother effing hiccups exclusive members of my League of Extraordinary Idiots pardon me on pa- Patreon <clears throat> I'm gonna jump off a bridge um, 
I can't do these episodes without you guys. And it, uh, it's awesome having your support and more importantly, getting to know you guys uh, via our online friendships. Um, if you guys want to join the Patreon, once again, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. Lots of cool stuff. You can get free tickets when I come to your town. Uh, you can even get uh, some free tickets for other people when I come to your town, to their town. If you're friends with someone, you want them to go see me and you can't make it to the show because you don't live in whatever Springfield I'm pl- playing in. Wow. Nothing ruins timing. Like, well, that's not true. Like, hey, guys, I say probably a lot of marijuana or opiates, I imagine. Taking barbiturates would probably screw up timing. But right now, none of those are my problem. Listen, thanks for being here. Uh, follow the podcast on Instagram, Ignorance is Blessed. I also have a podcast group. I forgot to mention that at the beginning. I keep forgetting to mention that, even though I think I have it written. No, I don't. I have a Facebook group. <coughs> I have a little script note I go off of for each episode and... I guess I don't have the Facebook group written on there as a reminder, but there's a Facebook group. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. You can join that. People post little funny memes. We start discussions. We've talked a little bit about politics. It's uh, a safe place for unsafe questions, so to speak. It's not a place to get in fights with people who disagree with you, but to engage in discussions about things that maybe you're like, here's my understanding. And I feel like other people don't agree with me. What's going on? Let's talk it out. Uh, and then just dumb, funny shit. And that's where I post asking for questions uh, for all the guests. So that's your way to be at the forefront of who I'm going to interview and get ahead and ask questions that I can pass on. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Samantha. Please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. If you got additional questions for Samantha or you have another guest you'd like to suggest, best way to do that is via the podcast group. Um, but you can also, you know, email ignoranceisblessedpodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on any of my social media pages at JMS Comedy. Um, my messages uh, on Facebook are open, and I try to stay on top of checking the message requests on the other uh, apps because they don't always go directly to my inbox. But I will do my best, as always, to deliver what I can and what you want. Uh, so keep sending suggestions and keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? (sighs) Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.